Hello, this is Lesson Stack with me, Steve Vandell, and welcome to episode one. What is teaching? So I began teaching um, 12, 13 years ago at a further education college in Birmingham. And when I taught there, lesson plans were very hit and miss in the way that we would use them. Um, mainly, we would use them because we knew we were going to be observed or because there was a professional development reason. But in general, we did not use the lesson planning template provided to us by the college. And this was a standard template. You know, we every now and then we would have professional development and we would go through smart objectives and so on. Um, but it's not something that we used very often at all. And the reason for that is because there simply wasn't time. And I think if you don't teach, you probably won't understand this, but when you're a teacher, there's never just teaching and planning to do. There's always something else. It's always registration week, or it's always um, report week, or it's always parents' evening week, or it's always, you know, there's always something going on that's just going to hoover up your administrative time. And what you'll find is that a lot of teachers end up doing this preparation in the evenings and they end up doing it on their weekends as well because time in the institution is just so short, it just completely disappears. So what planning looks like for a lot of teachers isn't so much having this lesson plan that's kind of perfectly presented. It's much more that you will think about what you're going to do, you know, in, your, in this coming week and you will either create that presentation from scratch or you see if you've got an old one and you'll be like, you know, these are the activities we're doing this week. Um, and you will make a note of when they're going to be done. And it will be a little bit ad hoc. And I'm sure that this is, you know, different from institution to institution. But I think that it's probably fair to say that teachers, um, in, as a rule, do not use... Uh, lesson plan templates as much as they thought they would when they were doing their teacher training, right? Um, and now, for me, the main reason for that isn't just that there isn't a lot of time. It's that the lesson plan, the traditional lesson plan template, right? Your objectives, your activities, your learning assessments, your notes, etc. They just aren't that useful to the teacher. And the person they're really for is the observer. And the question is, if you're a teacher, what would you want a lesson plan to look like? If you weren't given a template, if you didn't care about who was observing your lesson, what would you want that lesson plan to look like? That's the million dollar question. And the follow-up question for that is, would that template ever be so useful that it would either be worth the admin or it could be done so quickly that the admin burden would be so low that it would be a benefit, right? Um, so to, ask, to answer this question, we actually have to take a step back and we have to ask a deeper question. We have to start from the beginning. We have to get rid of all of the notions of who's looking at the lesson, we have to forget about all the templates we've ever seen, and we have to start from the beginning. And we have to ask the question, what is teaching? 
What is it in its fundamental core? And we have to start from there. So the answer to this question, for me, this is the concept that Lesson Stack is kind of based on, is that a, an act of teaching has three fundamental parts. It has an objective, so that's something that you want the students to learn. It has an activity, that's something the students will do in order to learn it. And it has a check for learning by the teacher so that you know whether or not you've been successful. You know whether you've actually taught, right? And if you take any of those three things away, what you have isn't teaching anymore, right? If you just have an, if you just have an objective, something that you want to teach, but you don't actually teach it, you don't have teaching. If you take away the activity, the students don't do anything, obviously you still don't have any teaching. And if you take away the check for learning, even if you've done the other two, you don't actually know that anybody's learned anything. So you have to do the check for learning. Otherwise, maybe you've taught, maybe you haven't, right? We call this on Lesson Stack, we call this atomic teaching, because having these three things together makes you an one atom of teaching and you can't reduce it. You can't make it any smaller. You can't change it. Like that is one piece of teaching. So what do we do with this information? Well, what if the lesson plan is never reused because it's too specific and it's too, it's too tied to an instance in time, right? When you write a complete lesson plan with your objectives at the top and your activities in the middle and your, you know, your learning assessments at the bottom, those things may or may not relate very strongly. It's very easy to do a bad job of it. You know, you can hash this lesson plan up. Not only that, but that lesson plan now is tied to that module, that instance in time, and it's going to be geared towards a lot of the things in that moment of time that are going to change, right? Your modules are going to change, your class sizes are going to change. And it's really hard to go back and cannibalize a Word document like that. It just isn't very practical. If you go back to your old lesson plans and try and reuse them, it's just a logistical pain in the ass because your objectives are all up here. You've got to find out which bits in the activity match it. Then you've got to go check which bits in your learning assessment match the other two bits that you've taken out. It's a total headache. So all of this just adds fuel to this fire that they're not very usable. But what if that's too big? What if we start thinking in terms of discrete instances of teaching? What if we start thinking in atoms? Well, an atom of teaching is much more portable, right? When you have this objective um, activity and check for learning tied together in one atom, and on lesson stack, you can drag and drop that anywhere that you want. You can move it into any lesson plan at any time. And it's small enough that it's portable. And when you drag it onto your lesson plan, it's a complete piece of teaching. And this is what's really going to change why um, lesson plans are going to be useful. Because all of a sudden, by bundling these things up together in an act of teaching instead of an entire lesson, you suddenly make something that's reusable, that's refinable, and that is much easier to move around and use again and again and again. And it's a small change, and it's not 
a conceptual change for most teachers or, you know, every teacher in the world knows what an objective and activity and a, a learning assessment is. So conceptually, it's not new, but we're now we're organizing it in a way that we plan to reuse this act of teaching. And now um, when you decide that you're going to reuse this piece of teaching, you can refine it over time. You can grow it from this seed and every time you reuse it, you can update it just a little bit. And it's an entirely different expectation because now the lesson plan is kind of arbitrary, right? If you've used this, um, say you've used this talk about um, Picasso's Guernica and you've delivered this group discussion to the class. Well, it's one atom of teaching. In atomic teaching, we expect you to use that again in different classes, in different modules, in different years. We expect it to show up in different lesson plans. And when you do that, you learn not just about that particular activity, but all the parts of its delivery. You learn about group discussion. You learn about making that objective clear. And it gives you a level of clarity that you just don't get from traditional lesson plans. When you begin to break your teaching, into these single instances and you say, right, this is one piece of teaching. When you can do that and look at your lesson plan and see one piece of teaching, one piece of teaching, one piece of teaching, and you can see them all just lined up in a row, it gives you a level of clarity that you just never get from other lesson plans. And it means that you can think of your whole lesson as being like a molecule, if you like, if you want to carry on with this um, metaphor and each atom is a piece of teaching but that means as well like when you learn about one it teaches you about all of them so like when you come to this idea of reflection right we think about reflecting on a lesson plan and it, it's good teacher practice you know you will have been taught this in your professional development that you'll write this lesson plan and you'll deliver it and then you'll reflect on it let me tell you a lesson is too big you can't reflect on it it's too much information. When you when it's report week, when it's registration week, when it's parents evening week, you cannot reflect on an entire lesson. You cannot write a lesson plan for every lesson and reflect on every lesson plan. It, it is impossible. What you can do is look at one instance of teaching and reflect on that. It's going to take you a fraction of the time. You can look at it and say, how was this objective? Was this activity challenging enough? And was this check for learning rigorous enough? And you can do that quickly. And when you think of it in that way, the insights that you're going to get are going to transfer to your understanding of all of the atoms. Because when you understand teaching on these base fundamental levels, the reflection that you do becomes transferable. So that's how we're thinking about what teaching is. Now, when we present this back to you as a lesson plan, it's now changed the game completely because the lesson plan is not for the observer, right? It's not for Ofsted, it's for you. And the way that we present the lesson stack on um, lesson stack, the way you see this lesson plan is a timeline of individual pieces of teaching. And that's what you take with you. And it'll fit on your phone, it'll fit on your laptop, it'll fit on your iPad, and it'll look great on all of them. And what it will present you with is a checklist timeline. And the difference is just like night and day. If you imagine 
teaching a class of 30 kids, right? Which is not unknown. It's a, it's a big class. There's a lot of chaos going on. Your mind is being pulled in all kinds of different directions. If you were to look at your traditional lesson plan, your old school lesson plan, and be like, you're frazzled, you want, you right, I've just finished this activity. What are we moving on to? You're going to have to decode it. You're going to have to be like, oh my God, which learning objective is this? Which part of the activity am I on? On Lesson Stack, it's completely different. When you glance at your lesson plan on Lesson Stack, it tells you where you are in the timeline. You just check it off as you go. You can look at your lesson stack in two seconds and it will look back at you and say, group discussion on Picasso's Guernica now. And it's like, it's doing a level of mental work for you as a teacher that you could never expect from a lesson plan before. And this is where it starts to become a powerful tool that starts to give you some of your mental space back. And that's what a lesson plan should do. That's the vision. A lesson plan should be like a teaching assistant, right? Imagine if you turn to a teaching assistant who is a person and you ask them what the, you were doing next and they tried to decode this kind of, you know, they gave you a wall of text. You'd be like, no, just tell me the, the information that I need. That is what you get from Lesson Stack. When you look at a lesson plan on Lesson Stack, it gives you the information that you need in a one second glance because it's for you, the teacher. It's not for the observer. It's not for Ofsted. It's not for the students. Well, it kind of is because they're going to be learning, but it's built for you, right? That's the difference. Now, something you're probably thinking if you're a little ahead of the curve is that when multiple teachers start thinking in this way, the ball game is about to change in a big way. Because at the moment, when you write that lesson plan, it's gone, it's disappeared. You know, probably you won't even cannibalize it. It's never going to come back. When you create an instance of teaching, that's entirely different because now that instance of teaching is online. Maybe you won't ever use it again, but maybe somebody else will. And this is where things really kick off. This is where this becomes revolutionary, is that when you have a collection of teachers all working in instances of teaching and sharing them online, then you can drag and drop other atoms of teaching, not just from your own, from other teachers into your lesson plans. And this is going to speed up your preparation in a way that is going to, it's just going to light speed your preparation from what it was. Especially when you think about on Lesson Stack, you can follow teachers that teach things that you do. So before, when you did your planning, you would have to sit down on a Sunday and think about what you were doing that week and think about um, how you were going to teach it, what resources you were going to need. Well, if you're looking at Lesson Stack regularly, if you're following teachers in your field, Lesson Stack is going to suggest atoms of teaching to you. It's going to say, have you thought about this presentation? You could do this on Tuesday. It's going to completely upend the way you think about lesson planning. And I, for one, think that that's what's so exciting about this, 
is that all of the work that teachers have done, imagine all of the lesson planning that's been done over the last hundred years. It's gone. It's never coming back. Imagine those lesson plans, right? Imagine all the lesson plans I did when I was teaching art. Imagine all the lesson plans that you've done over your career. Imagine the millions of teachers out there that have existed for the last hundred years and all of their preparation is gone. You can't reuse it. You can't drag and drop it onto your lesson plan. It's disappeared forever. Well, now things are going to change. When you create an atom of teaching, when you create a new piece of teaching from scratch, that now has the potential not just for you to reuse it, it has the potential for other teachers to reuse it. It has the potential to change the way that we teach forever. And that, I think, is something that is really exciting and genuinely revolutionary. So, if you are excited by what you've heard, and I know I am, then please join us on LessonStack.net. Um, you will find at the moment that it's very new. Um, I'm recording this in uh, June of 2020. And at the moment, it's very new. The community is very small. But I genuinely believe that this has the potential to change the game significantly and change the way we think about teaching and change the way we think about planning. So if you're excited and you want to be a part of that, head on over to LessonStack.net. It's completely free. Sign yourself up for an account and I will see you there. Thank you for listening to today's podcast and I will see you in episode two.